Oh my God. We're here. We're doing it. We are. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Mitra. Hi, Joel. <laughs> um, you guys, for those of you listening in your bomb shelter, this is Urgent Care. I'm it Joel Booster. <laughs> I'm Mitra Johari. And we're here to help you. Um, we are to the best of our, you know, our, our ability famously was uh, always uh, very limited, but now I would say non-existent, especially, <laughs> especially limited in these dark times. Um, thank you for tuning in and listening to the, our backlogged episodes, which for me have felt very bizarre to listen to us just sort of blithely um, being idiots in the midst of a, a global um, sort of emergency. But yeah, now sort we're of back absolutely taking everything for granted. Yeah. <laughs> I will say now we are now on almost the correct timeline. We're only about a week ahead. So, and we're planning on only being a week ahead for the foreseeable future until we're basically allowed to leave our homes, I would say, yes. um, is, is the plan. So, um, it feels icky to have a backlog. So just know that, we, well, especially cause we got so much time, so much time, <laughs> so much time, but thank God for zoom. Am I right? Everybody? Thank God for zoom. Making I went to all- one, one zoom party and that's all I'm going to do. I will say I have been Google Hangout and Zooming a ton. Um, I've been playing a lot of games. I've been playing a lot of Jackbox games. I've been playing Scategories. I've played a couple games of Werewolf, um, aka Mafia, with a bunch of people. That's um, cool. I I've been doing Hangouts, TV. but a party like I went to like a like a thirty person party, and that was overwhelming for me. I will say one of my friends from the cruise, which. BT dubs, I feel like I was truly on the last cruise ever. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm I, so sad that like I didn't get to experience a cruise in my lifetime because I certainly am not I going th- to now. I think they are done. I think they are done. And I would like to say that like as much as I famously love a cruise, do not bail out the cruise industry. Let it die. <laughs> <laughs> Let the cruises die. Um, but one of my friends from the cruise um, was posting about this he went to a 700 person Zoom circuit party, which uh-uh. I didn't even realize there could be seven people on a Zoom. But <laughs> apparently it's possible. 700 people. 700 people all around the world, um, guys in jock straps in their living rooms, just bouncing around to one DJ. One person had control of the music, I guess. I don't really know. I don't, I'm, you know, we're only two weeks in. I haven't really explored all of the options with Zoom yet. Um, I've actually decided that I think that's beautiful. I think so. I, I actually like, <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I was like, when this all started, I was like, oh, this like, haha, I can't wait to, to take a Molly and roll on Zoom. But now I'm like, maybe I will. <laughs> yeah. Maybe completely. I, I will have to do that. But before we dive in, how are you doing in all of this? How are you coping? Um, I had my first real, we talked about it a little bit. I kind of had my first real meltdown a few days ago. Now I'm feeling a little better. It's hard to like, um, I'm, I don't really have anything like funny to say other than like, I keep choosing the wrong movies to watch. Like <laughs> I watched eternal sunshine of the spotless mind at 11 AM the other day, <laughs> like woke up and then was like, all right, let's go. And then I watched that movie and I'd never seen it before. <laughs> So that was stupid. I watched Contagion High the other night. Why? 
I know, I know. I thought it would be kind of like fun. I remember thinking that it was like really funny and bad. And then I watched and I was like, oh, it's funny because I was stupid. <laughs> um, but I, I'm renting a pottery wheel from my studio. So I have a wheel in my house and I've been throwing and it's been doing a lot for my anxiety. Well, thank God for that. Thank God. Yeah, the I pandemic. know that our, our listenership was really concerned about your pottery <laughs> output and how this would affect it. And... <laughs> I'm personally glad that you'll, you're able to, you're going to have a, just a mountain of I know. And mugs and ashtrays and bowls. You're actually going to get so good. That's the thing is you're going to get so good at pottery by the end of this. I'm getting better because I, I normally don't get to do it every day and I'm, I'm doing it every day. Uh, I'm still very mediocre, but it is nice to know that not even a pandemic can stop me from talking <laughs> about pottery on our advice podcast. <laughs> well, you know, they just, res- they just, um, today, which the, I actually don't, what day is it? I have been asking my Alexa what day it is every day, um, <laughs> because I truly don't know what the date is. I think it's the 25th. This we're recording mm-hmm. on the 25th of March. Um, our mayor here in LA said that we will be in our homes until at least May 1st. Um, so we're, you're going to have so much time to get good at this, Mitra. Oh, I have to say one more thing. Um, because on the day that we're recording this, I would have, would have been at the premiere party for my television show. (laughs) So that is, it's sort of a sad day. Um, but if you're listening and and I want to like, I want to, I'm going to say this now and I will probably have to repeat this every time we record one of these episodes to everyone listening. Mitra and I are acutely aware of how privileged we are in this time because a, we're both still working. We yes. are both in a position financially and like in our lives where like we're able to be home sort of comfortably. We're not worried about being able to pay rent or any of that things. And we understand and we, we are both like, I think doing the best as much as we can to help and donating and, and signal boosting and everything like that. We understand that, but please understand we will be complaining about. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is really, I know it's a really, really stupid thing to complain about, but I but also no, was really not. excited because my whole family thing. was going to come and it was going to be, you know, very special. But- I feel that so deeply, Mitra. I think it sucks so bad. And I think you have every right to feel bad. And please everyone listening know that like, in a contextual sense, we understand that in the grand scheme of things, we are so very stupid. lucky, but <laughs> yeah. in the small, in, in like in you and I as our friendship, and it feels very much like we are just having a zoom call right now. It doesn't feel like we're <laughs> recording a podcast. Um, that sucks. And I think everyone who, you know, it's not like you're not like standing up at a, at a community meeting. <laughs> everyone, like, I, my I party, <laughs> my party got canceled. No, it, it absolutely sucks. Um, there's a lot of things like, I just realized today I won't be able to do stand up until probably after this is the longest I've ever gone without performing live. And like, yeah, how are you doing? I'm actually like, again, like sort of aware of how privileged I am. I'm like, uh, listen, I was built for this. I was homeschooled, (laughs) really good at privilege. I I keep sort of going. It's all, it's all like peaks and valleys. I was, I will say like, I was talking to Bowen Yang Saturday Night Live. Um, mm. and we were talking about this and like, it really was, it is sort of the stages of grief. Cause I remember two weeks ago, um, like what are the stages of grief? Like I was basically like bargaining or where I, or denial first, where I was like, Oh, this'll be a week. This'll be a week. And then I'll be back in the gym. And then like a couple days later it was bargaining where I'm like, okay, if we go in lockdown now, then my life won't change. And like, you know, it, it'll be easier if we just, everyone should just go on lockdown now. And then 
it became anger where I was like, where are the tests? Where are the tests? <laughs> like, yeah. why, are, why is South Korea like flatten their fucking curve? What are we doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like depressed and then finally acceptance. And now I keep sort of flip-flopping back into between depression and acceptance. But mm-hmm. I don't know. like, I will say quickly, like everyone, this is sort of unprecedented for all of us. No one should feel the need to handle this in the same way. But Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what I've been doing is, and this is so, this is student council vibes to the max, but every day I say, I will, I try to have like a normal like schedule and I don't think that really works for this. But what I've decided is that every day I will do an hour of physical exercise. I will read for an hour. I will do like, um, admin housework for an hour. So it's like paying bills or like canceling shit or cleaning my house. And then I will do an hour of creative work a day, which means like, I'm going to have like, I'm going to, there's like a couple of things that I'm doing that I'm working on, like script wise and other things that like I will work on it. For, and this is all at least an hour. And, but like framing it in that way has been really helpful for me because it just, it's, it's still free form. Like the order in which I do it changes Sometimes I do one of them for more than an hour, but it's like, but saying to myself, I will do these things for at least an hour has been really helpful and just like sort of keeping me sane. Yeah. It's been helpful for me to be doing stuff with my hands. Uh, anything like obviously the pottery stuff, but cooking and cleaning and anything that is tactile that feels real to me and isn't like inside of my computer where I lose my mind and feel sick. So (laughs) Some of the fun stuff you can expect from us for the next few months. (laughs) I know. It's going to be great. I mean, I'm also, I'm like, not only am I like sort of in my life lucky, but my situation is really great because I have a backyard and I have this, like, this is like my shed that I'm in right now that I have to like, and so it's nice to like have a place to go every day where I'm like, I literally wake up and I'm like, time to go to like... (laughs) I think time to go to work. And I just walk across my shed and I'm like, now I'm nice. Uh, I set up an office in my bedroom. So I I go, Oh, time to go to work. And then I I stand up and I take one step. (laughs) You're you have a roommate, Patty, Mm -hmm. friend of the pod, Patty, and you have a boyfriend who you, Mm -hmm. um, you're, you're quarantining with if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. So how is that? Cause I'm, I literally have not seen another human being in two weeks and that um uh, like other than electronically yeah it's it's uh it's like great and like difficult i mean i i definitely value my like walks alone and stuff and i i need a lot of alone time to be happy and healthy so it's been a weird time but uh i'm grateful to have them around i mean they're the people that I think make me feel the most grounded anyway. So it like, if, you know, if it were going to happen with anyone, I'm glad it's them, yeah. but. Oh my God. Like, and you're so I'm lucky definitely... you, get to, you get to fucking bone. You get to have sex all the time. Yeah. All the time. So, yeah. All I, the time. This is, this is definitely like the horniest time <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I am. It's true for me. I keep be, by the way, we were talking about this. Mitra has an earwolf, um, sponsored microphone, um, that she's using <laughs> right now that absolutely looks like, so I, the last show I did before we were all sent uh, into our homes was at the Pleasure Chest, um, which is like <laughs> a second store in LA. And I noticed like all of those personal 
like vibrators that look exactly like that microphone. And that was when I was truly like, well, I don't understand the female anatomy at all. Cause I don't <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dana, still giggling, still giggling on the Zoom. Um, I like, I don't understand how that would, where that's supposed to go or what. And it really was like 32 years old. I was like, I think I mostly get it. I've seen them. I've seen the, the sketches that you've drawn for me. And, <laughs> well, in the and demonstrations, I, like, I, think I, I mostly do get you. it. And then I saw those giant with like the big microphone ends and I'm like, well, I guess I don't know. I don't know what's what. All right. Well, w- offline, I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enjoy. Great. Um, I guess we should do the podcast. As yeah, I guess we should do the podcast. It is so funny, like FaceTiming. You. It feels like I'm FaceTiming you and we're just catching up, uh, yeah. which is good. I think it's really good material. I think it's necessary. It would also be so psycho if we were just like, all right, let's get into some updates. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's like, because it's been such torture, like listening to the podcast that's been coming out and being like, it's just, it feels so like disconnected and weird. And I know some people have been like, oh, it's great because like we want to take our mind off of it, but it's now gotten to the point where it feels crazy not to address it. Um, yeah. To be escapist at all. All yeah. Right. All right. Going to the mall later. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some updates. Dana. Hi, Jolanitras. So this is Goody Blue You. Um, <laughs> I'm not really sure what you guys decided on, but I did want to mention that I really appreciate the effort you guys um, put into thinking of a name for me. I just felt really loved and special. So thank you for that. Um, I just wanted to give you a quick update on my Snapchat misadventure. Firstly, I just wanted to quickly clarify that I said Friday night sucks. So F-U-C-K-S, not box or boxes. Um, but I also wanted to say that I decided I did not want to find out who saw my Snapchat of me sucking my boyfriend's dick. But instead, I decided to accept the fact that whoever saw my Snapchat just saw a really great slash skilled video of me making great eye contact with the camera and just looking real cute with the kitty cat filter. Um, And I think you guys were right in saying that if it was anyone I cared about, even remotely, that they would have said something to me. They did see it. Um, So I've just come to this conclusion, and I'm just going to leave it as it is. Um, But I just wanted to thank you guys for answering my voicemail, and I love you both. And yeah, okay, bye. Okay, incredible that we have now done this twice where we, this is a lazy thong situation all over again where, oh my God, Dana, there's someone in your house. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite. This is my my continual Zoom bit is anytime (laughs) I see someone in the background of a Zoom teleconference, I say, oh my God, there's someone in your house. And it it kills, (laughs) it fucking crushes every time. It kills. Um, yes, it was fuck, fuck box. Saturday night, wait, Friday night, fuck. And we Friday thought it was Friday fuck. night box. <laughs> and we did have people tweeting at us and telling yes. us that we got, got it wrong. Always, um, always, always tell us when we get but, it wrong. We love to hear it. But once again, we both completely, completely believed that it was Friday night box. That's, like, the, thing. That's the crazy <laughs> thing is that we both mishear 
exactly the same thing. That's why I think it's it's because we're both really, really supportive of each other. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) if either of us had like even the slightest amount of skepticism and didn't blindly just go, I elevate you to everything the other person said, then we would listen back and hear that it was wrong. But instead we go, yes, you are my king. And whatever you hear (laughs) is my law. (laughs) Amitra, you are my king. All right, we got another update. Let's let's breeze through these updates. Hi, Amitra and Joel. Joel and Amitra. Okay, so uh, I'm currently listening to the podcast titled Velma Maxinista. I haven't gotten to that name yet. Uh, I'm actually calling about uh, Goody Blue Youth and how you guys came up with that name. I have better suggestion like i'm just throwing it out there snapping turtle because you know like you've got the snapchat and then you know the snapping turtle the mouth you know what she was doing but now she's like a turtle she like wants to hide in her shell she's like ah okay all right cool thank you free of charge Good night. <laughs> okay, so first thing I want to address with this is that they paused the episode they were listening to <laughs> to call and tell us the name that they thought of. It couldn't wait. It was too urgent. They had to do it right then. Yeah. Second of all, I don't think this is better. It still took a lot of explaining. Yeah. But like, here's the thing. You go. Her and her when she when she called back, I will say that like it really, the point and the love, the labor is the labor of it, is yes. the, the difficulty with which we land on it. And that yeah. is the love. It's not like, it is sort of like your pottery. <laughs> it's not really about what it looks like at the end. It's the work you put into it, you know? Yes. But also the ashtray I gave you was beautiful. Um, for those of you who are watching on Zoom, it's right here. It's full of joints I've been smoking. Oh, my God. That's touching, actually. Yep. <laughs> In this time, there's no time for Joel to hate my pottery. <laughs> nope. No time at all. Um, yes, I will agree that um, the, I don't I don't think that name was better. But the process, seeing you seeing someone else go through the process of name of like the walking, like, like it's justifying really sort, of, sort of my sort of theory of naming, which is start at something and then sort of it takes about five twists and turns to understand why. Yeah. And then um, mine is sort of just like first thought. <laughs> and that's why we work well. Um, we have a, an update email. I'm going to read it now. Um, hello, Joel and Mitra. I wanted to help turn that frown upside down. Sorry about this. This is about the Cleveland Grindians. I <laughs> and you know it's a good name because you remember, everybody remembers. Everyone did remember it. Uh, <laughs> in Cleveland, um, who was bummed about that, I would strongly recommend that she look into the Cleveland Stonewall Sports or Cleveland Stonewall Sports. This organization has provided me and so many others with a very strong network of friends and LGBTQ plus support. If she isn't super into sports, they have non-competitive leagues so that we can all just have fun together. It's a good way to get your foot into a community around here, even if you don't continue playing. Also, thank you for calling Cleveland cool, even if it was a joke. Love you too. No, actually, I do think Cleveland is probably of the Ohio City's coolest one. Not a joke at all, but I do think Cincinnati is cooler because I am from there. That's wrong. <laughs> uh, intrinsically. Um, we didn't have time to get we got so many updates by the way for our um our tonsil our what did we call him? 
Um, it was something with um, oh, um, streptease. 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 The guy who got a lot of strep throat. Um, I was wrong. Everyone from doctors to people who also had similar situations um, wrote in and called in about this caller. Um, a, just to sort of like um, call me out for gaslighting him by saying <laughs> that his experience was not real. Um, also <laughs> to say that you should get your tonsils out. You should get your tonsils out. Everyone says it. And in this time, um, we are the equivalent of a doctor. Put <laughs> mm-hmm. in Mad Max rules right now. Um, JK. Y- you should do it. Um, and now now seems like the best time because you got the downtime. Oh. Oh, real quick. I do want to thank um, all the doctors from the cruise ship that Joel has been on that <laughs> listened to this podcast for your service at this time. <laughs> really important. Um, <clears throat> Should we take right. a quick um, break and then yeah, listen let's to some... take a quick break and then we'll come back and do the podcast that we um, <laughs> that we do that we do. <laughs> And we're back. We're officially starting the podcast. I love being able to do a podcast in this time. It really does keep me grounded. Um, let's <laughs> jump right in with that voicemail. Hey, Joel and Mitra. Um, I have a quarantine-related question. I am non-binary, pronouns are they, them. Um, and after the new year, I got on estrogen, been on it before, didn't have a great time now. Great. Loving it. My tits feel powerful. It's great. Um, however, however, due to like dysphoria, um, and being raised Catholic, it's hard for me to like explore the way my bodies are changing in a way that like feels really exciting. Like I have like a butt plug and like a small dildo, like I need to upgrade, but anyways, um, so I'm Polly and right before shit with COVID went down, um, I was seeing a couple of people and I live with a partner and things were going pretty great maybe the best times for me. But now in this moment where self-isolating is very important and fucking is like a dream rather than a reality, um, I'm wondering if you have any thoughts on like how to like really engage myself in new ways and, you know, recognizing that like years and years and years of shame and shit like that. Um, yeah, either of you could sit on my face. It's chill. Love you both. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this wow. is my first invitation to sit on Your a face. Your first invitation to sit on the face. And the first I'm time so in touched. Mitra that we have an opportunity to name this person. Um, <gasps> okay. What were you thinking? Let's see. Uh, um, so I actually completely blacked out when I got the offer to sit on a face. because <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it hasn't happened to me yet. So... <laughs> Um, I was going to say, um, there, so there's a lot of Catholic. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's sort of where I'm starting, um, sort of a, a Pope John them. Uh, <laughs> Pope, this is, we're just a starting place, but Pope John them. Pope John them. Um, but, um. There's also the poly aspect of it. There's um Yeah, poly Pope, I was going Pollyanna. You Pope, Pope John Polly. <laughs> oh my god. Pope John Polly the second. P O L Y. I love that. Okay. Okay. Pope John Polly the second. Pope John Polly the second. <laughs> 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 <So bad. laughs> 
Um, so first of all, congrats um, to you, Pope John Polly II, um, for um, undergoing this journey um, that, you know, I know Mitra and I have a lot of friends who have done the same thing and it's very exciting. Um, and this is like, this is an interesting question because um, obviously on a much different, in a much different way, I've been having this sort of struggle too, where like, it's so weird to be seeing yourself primarily via Zoom. First of all, I'm not used to that. I don't like, in fact, in this recording, just like staring at this one angle of myself, seeing myself only in the mirrors in my house and on my phone. It's so weird because you don't realize that there's like a whole second component of existing where you're like, I don't know, where where you are thinking about the way people are seeing you. Yeah, you should um, like seeing feedback. yourself in in real time in that way is so horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um but I would say this is sort of this has been like a, a really ideal time for you at least it has been for me to sort of center like myself and it like discover new things about my body. I I mean this sounds so lame, but anyways, I have so I have a full body rash right now that I didn't tell you about at the top. It's a full body viral rash that my dermatologist thinks was brought on by stress. And it is created, it's fine now, but it has created little tiny spots all over my body. And I just spent a lot of time um, getting really stoned and just like stare, like really spending time with like different parts of my body in a mm-hmm. way that like, so I just, I also just finished Jenny O'Dell's book, um, How to Do Nothing, where she book. talks a lot about attention and like, the attention economy, but specifically like taking time to like, really like, not just like look at something, but also like understand it and like sit with it for longer. It sort of goes back. This is an adage where it's like, if something is, if you're looking at a painting and like, it's boring, then keep looking at it for five more minutes. And if it's still boring, look at it for 10. And if it's still boring, like just keep looking at it until it's not anymore, which I'm butchering it. But that's sort of what I've been doing a lot with myself is we have nothing but time right now. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been spending a lot of time trying to be attuned in a different way and spend more time with it, even past the point of nausea, I guess. Yeah. I mean, have you been like, like doing like any sort of like phone type sex or anything like that? Or? Yeah. I mean, we, I've been doing cyber mm-hmm. and that's been, helpful like from a horny standpoint um but yeah i don't know maybe that's something that they could try yeah i don't know i mean especially with like pre-existing sexual relationships and a partner and everything i mean i'm sure this person probably is but i i do think like i i also think it's just like it's yeah i mean so much of our lives are being spent looking in a in a screen right now where like honestly like whatever like if you can like have give yourself like a a fun little hour where you're like not jerking off to porn or something and you're actually just like really spending time with yourself and your body in that way like that like and not and not involved with like your partner or whatever just like doing that by yourself I think would also be nice like really pay attention to yourself and what feels good to yourself um Um, so this is, I mean, what a terrible idea to start with this because I feel like everything I said was frou-frou nonsense, but here's a really practical piece of advice. Get a dildo with a suction cup on it. 
Um, you you have when you're looking. Adam and Eve has a great selection. I like you just you got to get one that sticks to a wall or sticks to a surface or sticks to the ground because it really opens up the possibilities for you vis-a-vis fucking yourself. Um, if you get one that can stick to a surface, because if you just have to hold it and do it yourself, it really takes away. But like being able to stick it to a wall and just back up right into it is a real game changer. Also, you can get a microphone like the one that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So great. Well, um, and I think Earwolf will just give you that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Contact producer Dana and she'll send you one. Um, Like she sent me one. Okay. Um, Email time. Yes. Hey, Matron Joel. Hope you're both staying well well amidst all this COVID-19 business. My partner and I both privileged enough to work from home as a part of social distancing, but it's ended up exacerbating an issue I've noticed in him before avoidance. He spends a large portion of his day playing video games to the extent that it jeopardizes his performance. We've talked about it and it says his is way, it's his way to avoid the anxiety of the times, which is definitely real. And of course, everybody slacks off a bit at home. I've been trying to suggest more creative slash productive ways to combat that anxiety, like working on various artistic things he's been talking about for a long time, but not doing. He does use talk space, but his main coping mechanism is still avoidance slash gaming. I'm trying to be supportive, but hearing him yelling, let's group in, get to the point into his headphones throughout the workday is really distracting. My patience is wearing thin. I'm hoping you can give me your perspective on this. Am I overreacting to being cooped up? Should I be doing more or less to help him process his, I, I, sorry, process his anxiety? Other info. We've been together for three years, lived together for 1.5. I'm 27. He's 29. Overall, he's kind, smart, and a supportive partner, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks. Well, oh, sorry. <laughs> Gonna cut that, cut that out. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Thanks, um, Samantha Baker. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what should we name this person? Um, wow. Well, um, it's so focused on the boyfriend, the partner here, who's sort of um, immersed in video games. Um, so mm-hmm. sort of a Lana Del Rey thing. I think <laughs> Alana Del, hey, get off your... <laughs> so you see sort of what I'm percolating. What are you thinking? So what I'm thinking was um oh wait, what's the um what's the one uh what's the Lana Del Rey song about like Pepsi Cola? Remember that like da 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 Pepsi Cola? I've never, something... listened, I've never heard a Lana Del Rey song. I all I know is she has the video games. Oh video okay. <laughs> games, you know? So. Um how about <laughs> hate this <laughs> um boredle combat combat because you're so bored at home <laughs> okay i see <laughs> but see this is the problem is that it's so focused on him i want to give her a name that's sort right. of um nerdy projector uh because he's they're doing nerdy stuff and she's projecting all of their problems onto him <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I'm trying. Yeah. You can hear me trying. I know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're all trying, and it is crazy how every single time we put these orders together, and we never, never, never think ahead. Never mm-hmm. even give ourselves. In this time, we're not thinking ahead. Um, He's trapped. 
She's trapped with a vi- with a video game person. So, um. sort of, <laughs> uh, who was the girl that was trapped? Um, Brie <laughs> Larson. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, this is so hard. This is hard. <laughs> this is hard because it's about him, and she's like unhappy, and she's trapped. Brie Larson. Okay, let's just call it Brie Larson's look, Brie Larson's room. <laughs> Brie Larson's room. Wait, have you heard the Brie Larson original music? No. Okay. Um, well, she has a song where uh well, I'm gonna have to pull it up, but I'm gonna pull it up later in the episode because it'll take me a second to get to the chorus. But just know that she does original music. It's her like before she was a serious actress. And her legs are like so greased up in oil. It's insane. It's amazing. <laughs> what is what is the song called? She said. So everybody look it up. Um, there, but there's instead of lyrics for one of the lines, it's laddie da, laddie dee. <laughs> okay, so I think we should call this person laddie da, laddie dee. Laddie da, um, la, yeah. I think this might be one of the worst names we've ever given. (laughs) But it's really funny. I mean, what a walk to get there. But here's the thing. Actually, it's kind of amazing because you can tell that like they just didn't couldn't think of a line to go there. So they just said much in the way a lot like how we can't think of a single fucking thing to call this person. So we are, in fact, doing the Um, here's the thing. I think that she should (laughs) suggest to him my four-hour um non-schedule free-form schedule free-form um yeah i think it's like i also think like the way that i'm approaching this time is that i'm like obviously if there is like a major thing i'm gonna talk to my the people that i'm sharing intimate space with about it but little things that bother me which this is bigger than that, but like I'm trying to just excuse behavior that is like a little annoying to me on a daily basis because I know that everyone is coping in the best way that they possibly can right now and like avoidant behaviors and stuff like that. While it might be something like down the road to deal with, it's like I don't, I just don't see like right now being the time that like a major personality flaw is going to get like cracked wide open. Right. So it's like is he present when you need him to be present? Then like, maybe it's not the biggest deal right now. It's probably very annoying, but you can ha- tell him to like be quieter or something. And like, but, but if he's there yeah, for you right now shit into a different room or something like that, or go, uh, I guess my thing is, is like, it, there's a little bit of context is missing because it says it's jeopardizing his performance. I'm assuming work performance, but I don't really know. Yeah, um, probably. And this does seem like, a, a um, I do think that like there's two things. I think they're both lying to themselves a little bit. I will say, A, I think that he is pro- like, he's saying like, this is what I do to cope mm-hmm. with my anxiety. I think that's probably true in some senses, but I think he's leaning into it to get to, because he just, that's what he wants to be doing right now. And that's totally fine and fair. And I also yeah. think that, like her sort of framing this all as like, I'm concerned about his productivity and about like his and, and, and this bigger issue of his avoidance as an anxiety thing is probably true also, but also probably a little bit more about her being annoyed that he's yelling. I think you're just like, 
Yeah, I think you're just like spending more time on top of each other than you probably ever would. So the little things that are annoying are now like major character flaws where it's like he's probably playing video games a lot more than he normally does. I mean, I don't know, but like that's what I... I'm kind of projecting like my own things where it's like, yeah, there's stuff that's happening where I'm like, I can't believe they're doing this. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's because we're together 24 hours a day now and we never would be otherwise. Normally I'm at work or whatever. Um, Ultimately, (laughs) she can't she like I think that she can be honest with herself about what what's really bothering her. And like, yes, maybe this is like emblematic of a, a much larger issue for him. But, like, I think she's mainly just annoyed. And mm-hmm. I think, like, she can control, like, she can control the way she couches that. And so I think yes. she should just sort of, like, let go and let God for a little while longer. I don't know where she is or how long her um, self-isolation is going to last. But, like, for now, I think it's, like, let it go a little bit. I, I, I wish I could be a little bit more on her side. But I, there's a lot of context that's missing for me to be on her side. Wow. Yeah. So imagine imagine writing an email expecting us to be on her side and we give her a shitty name and we're not on her side. It does sound annoying. I'll say that. Screaming like no, that does sound annoying. Absolutely. I'm so glad I'm fucking alone. If I were not, <laughs> if I had to live with someone right now, I would lose my goddamn mind immediately. I share a backyard with my neighbors and I want to kill all of them. Um, <laughs> they also told me to buy a gun because they're convinced that this is not going to go well. Yikes. So that's me. Well, Let's move on to a voicemail. (laughs) Hey guys, um, I'm going to do this really well because I'm representative of your straight male followers, the the hordes of us, and guys important that I represent them well. Um, So I've been dating the same girl for like eight years. She's an incredible human being. Um, She just has a really short temper. And she's not like, I, I feel like I sound nervous. She's not like, does, it's not aimed at me. It's like managers and supervisors and customer service people. <laughs> and I, I, I'm trying, she's in therapy and she's doing really well, like managing her anxiety. And I think that's where that comes from. But I'm like kind of like, I just don't want to be the guy with the white lady <laughs> who's like, I need to speak to your manager or your supervisor because it's, it's very embarrassing, and I can't tell her it's embarrassing because I feel like that wouldn't end well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, <laughs> just word of advice, if you are a straight man, one of the hordes of straight male listeners that listen to this pod, um, don't take any of Joel's uh, <laughs> dating advice or sex advice because you, as a straight cis man, can't be like, because all of Joel's advice is like, Hey, you know, I want to come. You want to come. Let's like, let's just fuck. Like, well, who cares? You can't, you can't do that as a straight guy. Um, um, and rightfully so, but just, all right. Love your show. Thanks guys. Bye. Wow. Once again, I did not pay attention to the full transcript of this call and did not know I would be brutally dragged through the mud at the end of it. It takes yeah, a I real truly, left turn. I truly, uh, did not, uh, obviously did not get that far. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so first of all, fuck you. Um, I actually, that the many, 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 many straight people who straight men who listen to this podcast can absolutely take my advice because I know that there are many, many, many straight and otherwise women. Who love fuck. Right. Who love fuck. Who love fuck. Who love fuck. Yeah. 
Um, so first of all, I would like to state for the record that that could be the reality. And just because you don't want it to be, you've, uh, you've been out of the game for a while, quite honestly, sir, eight years you've been with this woman, this, mm-hmm. this angry white lady. What are we calling yeah. it? <gasps> um, <laughs> wait, what's the thing where like, all, you know, all it takes is for evil to triumph is for a good man to do nothing sort of in that realm is what I well, yeah it's like bystander effect like yeah oh wait what kitty genovese right cucky oh, genovese good yes we'll do that cucky <laughs> that is that it really was it, it is kitty genovese the the name of that like that has been proven false by the way Yes, I believe that is, but I'm actually not going to look it up because this has to, we must keep going. Yeah, Kaki Genovese, <laughs> I guess is where we landed. This is not, this is going to be real difficult for July to find a, a, a title of that. Um, but please Genovese. don't pick Kaki Genovese. <laughs> it does, it, it's a bummer to say out loud. Kaki it is, it, it feels like evil. Kaki, mm-hmm. yeah, Kaki, <laughs> there's something about it. I think because it's inching towards a lot of different words that I will not say, but it yeah. is, it's right there on the edge. Cucky. It's like your mouth doesn't want to say it. Um, it doesn't. It's fighting back. And his you mouth know doesn't want fighting back. This, this <laughs> his mouth doesn't want to say, hey, reel it in. Um, here's the thing. I think you've been together for eight years. I do think you tell her it's embarrassing because this is one of my biggest things. When people in front of, I have, I have friends And I have, it is such an indicator. And I think it's great that he understands, because listen, I've been crazy, mostly to Delta representatives over the phone before too. And that largely stems from my anxiety as well. Um, But I feel a lot of guilt and shame about it whenever I do. And because I worked most of my day jobs were in customer service. So I understand like where most people are coming from. And I think like he really, I think like, I don't know what else he expects like how else he can help her curb this other than by saying to her, it embarrasses me when you speak to people who are just trying to do their best this way. Yeah. I think, I think like you're coming from it from a place of empathy and you know that like, this is a person who struggles with anxiety and I believe is in therapy, right? And she's doing well. Yeah. And it's doing well. And so, I mean, you're not coming at it as long as you're not attacking her, you're having a conversation with her, then I think you should do it because it seems like it's something that you find really upsetting and frankly, unattractive. So I think yeah. it's something that like, if I were with someone that I was, if someone, w- if I was with someone and had that kind of behavior and it was upsetting my partner, I would want to know, because I do think it's also like it, it, she's probably not aware of the way that she's coming off. I, I think if, if she's like, you know, if this is a someone who's nice to you, otherwise she might just, I don't know. It's like, it's clearly like a big blind spot for this person. So or, if you yeah, really maybe care, to, do maybe, something about maybe it. don't come at her like super out of the gate strong. Like, Hey, you're embarrassing me, but be, be like, Hey babe, like, like let's come up with a game plan so that like, uh, when you feel like you're getting out of control, cause it sounds like she's aware enough to be like, I'm getting out of control. Like, like, let's come up with a game plan of how we're going to handle this together. And then you take over the interaction. Because I've done this a lot where, like, I can sense my friend getting rude to a waiter or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then, like, because sometimes, you know, there are issues that need to be addressed. I need more bread for the table and you haven't <laughs> been here, you know. But there's a way to, like, 
sort of take into account whatever the service person you're speaking to is like has a life and maybe they're having a bad day, et cetera, et cetera. I also think the other thing you can do if you want to completely be avoidant about this is um, just let her go off and then rush back in and be like, I'm so sorry. Just not represent us as a couple, which I have literally done before. I've like run back into establishments, handed servers, extra cash, like always carry extra cash so you can hand people tips um, and like apologize on behalf and not in front of her because that will cause disputes. But I've like truly you need to rush back in (laughs) and apologize. Because you don't want to be a lot, lot whatever the fuck. (laughs) You want to talk to her about it. Um, but yeah, I think come up with a game plan um, of of you taking over the reins and then apologize. And then also maybe just like straight up be like, hey, your behavior is embarrassing us as a race of white people, straight <laughs> white people. You're making the rest, you're making straight white women look bad by yelling. And up until this point, they looked perfect. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with any of them. Um <laughs> Okay, we got two more things. Do you want to take a quick break? Should we take a break? Let's, Let's do take it. a break and then we'll be back with um, the last of it. And we're back. And I'm so glad I ended up, um, ended that, went into that commercial break by saying the last of it. And so <laughs> really sort of not the vibe to be, not the terms to be using in, in these times. Um, the last of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we've got an email. I'll read it now. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. First off, I want to say I'm a huge fan of both of you and everything you do. Thank you for being Thank you for doing that right. Okay. So here's what I need help with. I recently moved to the U.S. Uh, from the U.S. to Australia to do my PhD in biology and have started seeing a really great guy from New Zealand. Wow. Too many countries already. Um, it's going to be. It's going really well so far. However, with the pandemic, we haven't been able to see each other in person recently, and so I've started video chatting over Instagram to maintain social distancing. The other day, we were saying goodbye, and he said "love you," to which I was completely taken aback by, and replied with something along the lines of "haha, okay." The more I thought about it, the crazier it is to me that he would say he loves me because we've really only been seeing each other for like two months, and I've never had a serious conversation about exclusivity, dating, anything because we are still in a very early stage of the relationship. I guess it's possible he could have said it by accident like sometimes happens, but it seems very deliberate and makes me concerned that things are moving much faster for him than they are for me, and I'm not sure what to do about it. I'm definitely not ready to say that back and can't imagine I would be for a long time, and so I'm hesitant to keep seeing him if it's already that intense for him because it feels, one, a little like an insane thing to say to someone you don't super know, and two, a very one-sided way to start a potential relationship. At the same time, though, I do really like him and don't necessarily want to stop seeing him because of it. I'm planning on talking to him about it, but have been putting it off because I'm not sure how to approach it in a way to make sure I'm considered of his feelings, assuming he didn't say it by accident. Am I overreacting? What should I do? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Um, What about um, first trimester jitters? (laughs) Because they've only been together for a couple months. Okay. O B G Y now. <laughs> Dana, which one caused you less physical pain? <laughs> oh my God. Maybe actually, Mitra's yours caused me less pain. Okay. 
Okay. Wow. Okay. That's where it shakes out. First trimester jitters. See, this is the other problem with our system is that sometimes they're like nicknames and sometimes they are like names. <laughs> like they're sort of like titles. Like first trimester jitters is like not a nickname. It's not, but try Mr. Why not try Mr. Okay, first try Mr. Jitters. No, just try Mr. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I like the jitters. Oh, fine. Okay. First try Mr. Jitters. You can't have jitters. it all, Joel. Wow, we've really it's we've really gilded the lily with this one. First try Mr. Jitters. There's yeah. a lot on there. First try Mr. Jitters, the railway cat. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, a couple things. Uh, maybe I I I, I I don't know. Maybe that this is crazy, but like two months doesn't feel like that early to say, I love you. If you love someone, I've never said it, but it feels, I mean, for different I, people, I think and different thing, people are different, but I think you should, what know. I think is like the, the thing for me, that's weird about a t- this. I love you. Isn't really the time frame. I think like kind of whenever, obviously like, like it's different for everybody, but the thing that's weird to me about it is that one person would feel so comfortable saying it while the other person feels anxious about it. Like, I feel like for me, it's like, I, it's nerve. It would be very nerve wracking to like, not feel on the same page at all about like the level of your connection or the intensity or like what that means. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a firm believer that like, literally if I don't, if I couldn't say I love you after two weeks, then I don't see them anymore i should be able to know immediately if i could love this person and could say it and um so two months actually is far ahead of my schedule i just think that these like what this person is describing is two people that are not on the same page i mean like this saying that like like him attributing our our writer attributing the other person saying i love you to like maybe being an accident or something like that, I think is well. That, honestly, it sounds like there's a chance that could be because, like, especially yeah. like we're all getting used to communicating this way. Like, yeah. I don't know if they if they Facetimed a lot before this, but like it is a it's a different thing, and you don't expect it to be different, but it is different. The way I'm a big I love you at the end of the conversation. Yeah person um, I, I do think it's very possible but the fact that you're like hoping maybe that it's an accident i think is uh like uh a cause for alarm i also think like instead of spinning out about it you can be like even just like pitch it as like something funny be like so like the other day remember at the end of the phone call you told me you love me lol do you yeah. this is this is one of our this is actually one of our go-to stratagems for a lot of people is frame it as a joke bring Deflect it up to humor. Listen, i also think you have to take into account the circumstances under which he said it we are all feeling crazy right now mm-hmm. i have no idea the timeline of how long you've been socially isolated before you had this instagram call where he said love you but like I think that people are feeling, especially single people, especially that people who are alone right now are feeling especially crazy. Yeah. Like- I think especially people who are in that sort of like middle, like we are, we've been seeing each other for a couple mm-hmm. months, but we're not going to like quarantine together. But yeah. how, like, I think there's like a, de- like, not, like desperation isn't the quite 
quite the right word, but like that, like wanting to keep it alive in this yeah, time. No, that it, like you're it, literally reaching out is, for like a life preserver because it's like you're in this being in that limit. I could not imagine being in that liminal space where like you haven't even talked about exclusivity and then entering into this world that where we know. everything is like, are you together or are you not? Yeah, together? it's like so black and white. And so like, I think like maybe he possibly prematurely made that choice of like, well, I just like, he, he can't imagine going in through this without having like a firm, like relationship partner. And like, so that he, that's what came out, but like, there's just a general like psychosis that a lot of people are experiencing socially that like, I think you have to take that into account too when yeah. you're dealing with this. I also think he's from New Zealand and they're all crazy. They're all crazy. <laughs> Here's what I've said, and this is, I'll say it again. I'll say it again about people from Australia and New Zealand, okay? Gay men from Australia and New Zealand, there are only five different faces that they have. Okay? <laughs> there are only five different face types that, that, and it's because of inbreeding, okay? But you show, you show me 50 gay men from Australia and New Zealand, they will have one of five faces. There are only five faces in Australia and New Zealand. <laughs> And that's got to, that's got to weigh on someone. That's got to really weigh on someone and make them. And that's why they're all a little bit crazy. And that's <laughs> you heard it here, that. folks. <laughs> Listen, I have said this literally to so many people from New Zealand and Australia, and most of them don't say boo because they understand that I'm right. <laughs> so, so just take that into first, account. First try Mr. Jitters. <laughs> I think you do bring it up as a joke. I also think that um keep all of this in mind about the timing of it and why he might have said it and also no one is in their normal state of mind right yeah, now no one's in their normal state of mind and honey maybe you just go along with it so you can fuck okay and also maybe at the end of the day somebody loves you and that's kind of yeah, nice and that's nice that's gonna <laughs> feel nice maybe look at yourself maybe figure out why this bothers you so much that somebody <laughs> Although Maybe, no. I'm going to rename this person. Look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have, we have one final uh, voicemail to get through. Let's do it. Let's dive in. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Um, I'm calling because I have a weird thing that I have a friend that, well, a former friend who is now a famous baseball player. Um, he turns out is super homophobic and uh but everyone's obsessed with him because he's on a certain northeast baseball team and I he's invited to all the same weddings and all the same stuff as me and I really don't ever want to see him again and I've explained to um everyone that he was super homophobic to me at a, a few events and they don't appear to care so um what do I do? Do I acknowledge it when I see him next time? Do I just ignore him? Do I stop going to these events? I do have to say one of them is a wedding in Hawaii that I don't have to pay for. So I feel like I should go to that. But um, yeah, thank you. Bye. Wow. So first of all, screenplay. This is a screenplay. <laughs> this is a full-on and screenplay. And you need to get to writing, honey. Hurry. You need Run, to download walk. Final Draft Pro and get on, <laughs> write it on spec or I will. Okay. Please let us. 
<laughs> we're bored. <laughs> yeah. I got nothing but time. I got an hour every day that I do that, that I devote to creative work. I could be writing this story, telling, starring KJ Appa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's the homophobic um, baseball player. Um, what are we gonna name him? Um. My first thought. Okay. Yank. He's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was um <laughs> okay, uh, so bad it sounds like one of my names. Uh, <laughs> how about um Ken Shitty Jr. Because <laughs> of Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> oh. A baseball player. <laughs> See, yeah, I don't know enough about baseball players. It's not my sport. Um, um, wh- um wait, what what else is baseball that is like Related to homophobia. <laughs> what else is baseball? Mr. The other thing I was thinking was homophobic coming queen or king. Sorry, because he's coming back to his high school people, but he's homophobic. Oh, whatever. I actually can't spend more time on that. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess it's going to have to be Yankees homophobic. Um, yeah. Yankees bad. <laughs> Yankees <laughs> Um, um well i mean what else what is another baseball what's the other one the red Sox. yeah that's there's nothing there um Absolutely. the boston dead to me socks <laughs> i think that's better than yankees homophobic no bitch <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if there was a winner in this bunch Yankees homophobic. Um, let's just go with Yankees homophobic. So we're going to send yeah, these maybe people home. Else will, yeah, maybe, <laughs> some, maybe something else will come up while we talk about it. Here's the yeah, thing. For this, sure. has come up, this has come up a couple of times. I feel like we've given this advice many different times. When people tell you what their priorities are, you have no choice but to take them on that and depart. Because here's the thing. Absolutely, A, go to the wedding in Hawaii for free. Oh, my God. Absolutely. No question also, if it hasn't been canceled. In, yes, you can ignore anyone you want at a wedding. There was someone yeah. I hated at a wedding a little while ago, made eye contact with him, didn't speak to him the entire night. He kept trying to come over to me to talk to me, didn't speak to him the entire night. Was it weird? Yes. Who cares? It was fun. It was fun to commit to completely icing a person out for a night. For me, yeah. as someone where that who that is very hard for, I made it a game for myself to just see how long I could do it. And I did mm-hmm. it. And it was a blast. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Taking you at complete face value that this man has been openly, without debate, homophobic to you, then the, these friends care more about him His than they comfort. Do about your relationship. Now, here's, here's where I might get in some trouble. Is there any chance? Because this happens to me sometimes where I'm like, how are you friends with this person? This person sucks. This person was mean to me. And now mean to me is different than homophobic. Yeah, bigoted. Um, But there have been situations where I've been like, this person did X to me and you are my friend. Why are you still friends with it? Why, Why is this person still at the party? And there have been moments where, fr- where it has caused that confrontation has been, they've been like, well, this is their side of it. And you may have misinterpreted this or like they thought you were giving this energy. And so that's why they did X. And so like, 
there's that. Now, I don't want to gaslight you and say that your experience didn't happen. I'm trusting that he was homophobic. But if you, outside of like, I guess it's like hard to know like what, how that manifest, how that, how that missing the context of like the homophobia because it's such a- I, I just look like operating under the assumption that this truly has happened is just I, I think people just like that there's someone who's like sort of famous in their lives and like yeah. want him and know him from school and want him to be at their wedding like I I think probably what this person is saying is true and it's no I, I want to be and- clear I don't believe this person I don't believe <laughs> it I don't believe them. I do not believe Yankees homophobic at all I, <laughs> I, I call into question I don't believe gay men hashtag Thank don't you. believe gay men <laughs> And let's get that lie, trending. We lie, we lie, we lie. Let's no, get JK, that trending. I think you're absolutely, I, I do think, I was just throwing that out there as another. Right. So I always, totally. I always believe our callers. <laughs> How dare you, Mitra? <laughs> but I do think you don't have to go to these events, but you definitely should go to Hawaii for free. You definitely <laughs> like, have to go to Hawaii. I, um, I truly, whatever this person has put you through, <laughs> ignore them at the wedding and go to Hawaii for free. You deserve and in fact, to go try to Hawaii and ruin for free. their wedding experience. Yes. And try and get them on tape saying something nasty to you. Yeah, you should, t- you should taunt them into saying something horrible and then yeah. they'll definitely get kicked off the team. JK, they'll probably, nothing will happen. <laughs> yeah, actually, look up Hawaii's laws on consent to being recorded because some states you do not need consent to record someone else mm-hmm. and some you do um we all well, you should get you the, should the you Kanye should taylor situation but i think you should i think you should you should get him on tape saying something really homophobic and then release it to the press well you should get everyone to raise their glasses for a toast and at the end of the thing say now everybody say this is on the record <laughs> 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 Wait, that's genius. That's genius. Put that in the screenplay. <laughs> well, he, this person should put that in their screenplay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And again, you have six months to act on this. Otherwise, it's ours. Okay. I want to see a deadline article that says Yankees homophobic writing a, a play called Yankees homophobic. Now it just sounds like I'm record. saying. The Yankees are homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to stress it's the, the emphasis. Yankees homophobic. It's really a visual joke. <laughs> it really it pops off the page. Yeah. I feel well, really bad about our naming in, in this um, episode. It, I would say our worst episode. I would say in the bottom percentile for sure. There are some I honestly, exit feeling good, but this is definitely no. I would say usually in every episode, there's one where we go, "Oh, that's actually pretty good," and in this one, I I think pretty much all terrible. Yeah, <laughs> too bad, too bad. But you know what? We're here. What? We're doing it. We're releasing content. Which a friend texted me and said, "Babe," and said to me, "You must continue to create." And I said, "You you should not say that to me." 
because um, I will. I'll take it as a, a challenge and I will Unfortunately, continue. we will continue to create. And uh, one way you can contribute and be involved in the creating is by <laughs> calling and emailing. Oh, wow. Do you have the number? I forgot. Yes. It's 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Send us updates. Send us thoughts. Most of all, send us questions and please take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. Stay home. Um, Do uh, call your reps. Okay. (laughs) Because everyone, like, especially if you're in a position you aren't worried about making rent, are employed, are able to telecommute, take five minutes to be annoying and email your city reps, your state reps, um, your national reps about like rent relief and and mortgage relief and, 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 you know, all sorts of economic relief. It's very cathartic. If yeah. you can make yourself do it. <clears throat> Listen, like we're in a whole new world. So like continue to send your sort of like self quarantine questions. But like, I have a feeling that we're going to start to get a lot of, again, we, we say this all the time, but be specific to your situation. Um, because if we get like a lot of general, like my, my roommate's driving me crazy questions. There's like, it's going to end up the same advice every time. So like be as specific as possible. Um, as we're all now living very similar lifestyles <laughs> home. Um, and keep that in mind. And also if you have a question that's not COVID related, by God, we'd love to talk about something that's not virus related. <laughs> Big, Big time. Yes. Okay. So yes. Thank you, producer Dana. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, July. Thank you everyone at Earwolf for, um, letting us continue to do this because I'm so glad in days i know so nice thanks everybody for listening uh thank you joel thank you Mitra. i love you love you too bye bye